Welcome to the Infinite Dance. I'm your host, Carrie Aretta, Akashic Records reader, psychic sleuth, and spiritual guide. Welcome back to all of you who have been tuning in every week. And if you're new to this podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Um, I do tie in things going on um, with Akashic Records and Akashic Messages and anything that's affecting our soul and what we're going through. So um, I have a couple things to start out with. Um, First, I am recording this uh, Monday, July 5th, which this evening, I believe around 9.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, um, this evening, <laughs> sometime, um, I might be slightly off about the um, Pacific or, or mountain, but the planet Sirius is aligning with the sun. And what that entails is, what are you becoming aware of? What are you having notice of in yourself, maybe in those around you? Uh, Sirius, the planet Sirius, holds the energy of initiation. It's one of the ones. Um, there's a lot going on with uh, the planet Sirius. Um, and if you're a Syrian starseed, you should feel extra maybe buzzy or energized through a lot of um, through a lot of what's going on. Although, of course, we'll all feel these energies. They do affect everybody. Um, but if your soul resonates with Syrian starseeds, then um, you just might get a little extra dose of um, feeling energized. And that's a good energy. You know, the sun is happy and um, hot. Here I, you know, I called, um, got messages that July is going to be a juggling of July and hot in all the ways. And I know where I am in um Northern California and uh, Nevada, it is um, really hot. You know, we're in the late 90s to early 100s a week. And so it's hot physically, too. <laughs> um, so that's happening tonight. So I hope you get to enjoy this energy. Um, try to incorporate it in. Um, doing a nice little ritual of... Um, carving a sigil for the planet Syrian, um, Sirius into a candle. Gold or white is a great way to um, honor or make note of this alignment. And when you use a sigil or an emblem or a, a symbol and you put it in something like a candle, um, you're really grounding it into earth energy you bring it into life basically um so that's what what can happen with all of that another note i wanted to um bring up is uh britney spears again um how heartbreaking it is to know of all the things she has gone through and is still going through and the fact that she got denied getting out of her conservativeship um I, th I really think it's going to take all of us to help get her out of that and um, keep fighting for her. 
and anything you can sign or, you know, anything we can all do, um, including listening to, there's some really great, um, people I consider colleagues, um, that do live channels of Britney Spears, um, or other, um, famous people and listening to their channels and what they, uh, bring in with the energy. I know I already went over, you know, past life records and curses and vows and oaths and how it plays out in this lifetime. And unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of oppression come up and a lot of us are saying no. And, you know, this can't happen in any way, shape or form. And something as blatant as what's going on now, um, you know, and, and to have somebody like Bill Cosby get off, uh, it's like, it, I feel like I get images of like, oh, let's just pull it down one more time. Let's just pull it down, pull the energy down into this, this crap, um, dark space that we don't need to have a par- as a part of what we, of a part of our everyday life. And so the, again, there's some really great, um, um, channelers, um, one in particular on YouTube, she just did a video on channeling Britney Spears energy. And she also happened to channel Michael Jackson's energy. So he kind of came in to her aid and what she says and what she, um, brings in, she works a lot with Archangel Metatron, who I call Archangel Alexandra. Um, but tune into her on YouTube. Um, if you want to hear more, um, I really enjoyed her download of that, that she just put out yesterday, I believe. Um, so check her out, Amanda Ellis, and she is on YouTube. She's on the interwebs, but that's where she does most of her, um, longer channels and, um, segments. So today's episode, let's get to today's episode. I am calling this episode all that and a bug bite on my butt because that's how my week ended last week. (laughs) Um, Realizing, you know, all of this that happened and I have a bug bite on my butt. And let me just premise last week as being the first week I personally was back to having a full week of work um, around people. I work with people all the time doing the readings and um, vending. Um, I started vending last fall in the small town I was in in Northern California, uh, vending pillows and readings. So it's not like I was like not used to being around people at all, but I was having a full week of clients of working at a new spa, I actually went back to doing body work, uh, massage in particular, um, which I had kind of started to semi-retire from, but in the space that I'm in and starting from scratch pretty much in a new town, um, you know, that's my skill set. I, I did, I've done body work for 20 years and I found a place that is super in alignment with, um, how I like to present myself and how I like to present my, um, body work and how I like to, um, assist people in finding ease, um, relaxing and all those things. So I'm really, um, 
feel so grateful to have found this space. Um, but I already had before I kind of, you know, got hired and figured out the days I was going to work. I already had vending in place and private clients in, in person scheduled already. So, and I've been sewing like a mad person. So I've been sewing the pillows um, up until this week because I wanted to make sure I had product right when I go vend. So um, I, I can't really remember the last full day I had off. I mean, I've had like parts of days off. Wait, I did go to the lake, but I did write for the podcast <laughs> at the lake. So it wasn't a full day, day off, but I did get to swim. So that always is like pure bliss for me. Um, but I hadn't had a full day off in a really a while. And, you know, sewing like mad, knowing I'm going into this week of being with clients, having my hands on clients, um, you know, a full day of massage, um, you know, that's, it's, it's really involved. And even, um, it, you know, the best of shape or the best of, you know, you can go in with the best of, um, night's sleep and all that. It's still, by the end of the day, you're like, okay, you know, I'm glad, um, that was the last client of the day because, you know, you just get, you're just ready to go home. Like we all are at the end of a day of any kind of work. <clears throat> so this episode, I, the reason why I'm going to tell you of this week, okay, because at first I was like, ah, we all have those weeks. We all have those weeks where that we're like, what's going on? Are you kidding me? This, that, or the other, right? And I think what I took away from this week is my, how much I've changed in getting through really pushing myself or going like, Oh my God, I can't lift another chair or table or box of pillows or whatever it is. Um, you know, not having time to myself is really hard. Like I am somebody who really needs to, um, be by myself to rejuvenate. Like I love being around people, love socializing. I love what I do. Um, I love the interaction and, um, I love when people share their stories with me. Um, it's such an honor to be in that space with another being. Um, but when I, you know, the way I kind of flow, <laughs> get in my flows, I have my time to myself, my baths, my uh, meditation time, my yoga time, my walks, um, and of course sleep. I love sleep. So um, I'm not one of those people that are like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm like, no, I'm going to sleep now um, <laughs> because um, I want to be aware and I want to partake in this life and with all of my faculties um, with me. So um, the, the way this is tying in with Akashic records and Akashic lessons is you know, I went through the last dark night of my soul here recently in this lifetime. So I'm not going to go through another dark night of soul ego. I call it dark night of the ego in this lifetime. And it was a doozy. It lasted quite a while. Um, I look back and I realize that's why I reacted to certain things um, and certain people a certain way. I really um, hit a lot and I canceled a lot, um, whether it be work or it, or whether it was, um, social events. And 
you know, I'm really holding space for myself with that. And looking back now, because I think I was hard on myself going, why am I doing this? You know, um, but now that I'm looking back, I'm realizing I really didn't have the capacity to because I was processing so much. I was processing so much of soul, past soul trauma. And, um, you know, recently, as I've spoken of before, um, the generational healing that I've been going through. So, um, you know, having that and having gone through it and really transmuting that old energy and those old stories that no longer serve to my highest benefit or anybody else's around me really going like, yeah, you know what? So I, um, got stuck in traffic. So I, you know, um, for four hours, <laughs> you know, so I got, um, uh, you know, I don't have a key to get in the room I'm supposed to be in, <laughs> you know, um, and I find out the night before at like nine. So, um, so I'll go through this because it's now that I look back, I mean, it's, it's kind of comedic. It, 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 it was just, there was so much, there was just so much. I don't think I could even barely get it out you know, if, if you were standing next to me, I'd be like, I'm too tired to even talk about it. Um, but now that I've had some time off, a couple of days off, or at least a whole day, um, I'm able to process it. So this is the tale of my first full week back to work amongst people. Um, and Let's see, Monday I was sewing. So that Monday of last week, I was sewing the whole day. And I was trying to get as much done as I could. Um, you know, there's always been a snafu through pandemic, as we've all experienced. And we couldn't get toilet paper. We couldn't get um, so many things, you know. Um, and doing the sewing that I do, the pillows that I make, the infinite pillow, the inside pillow is a zipped, it's a zipper. So I sew in a zipper, put the buckwheat hulls in excuse me, that inside pillow, and then have the pillowcase on the outside. Um, and I was having a hard time finding neutral zippers in the size I needed. And I, I was like, all right, you know, and so I tried to flex, oh, okay, maybe I could match them to the outside pillow because the patterns are kind of fun and some of them have lots of color or maybe it's, you know, a gray that goes with the gray and the pillow cover, the pillowcase. Um, anyway, so it was just hard to find those. So I've been kind of like, I'll try to plan so that I can get a bunch done ahead of time when I do have, you know, time I'm not with clients um, and whatnot. But it was, it's been a little bit hard. So I was able to um, sew a bunch um, and cut like I do. Anybody who sews in bulk, you know, you kind of... Um, get like parts done. Like I do all the cutting and then I do all the sewing with the black thread and then all the sewing with the white thread. You know, I, I really try to uh, batch it so I'm efficient. Um, and so that was Monday getting, I was trying to get all of that done and I had been doing it up until, you know, that weekend too. Um, and so Tuesday, cause I was gearing it for Tuesday cause that was my first day with a full day of massage clients and honestly that had probably been a year a little over a year since I had 
a full day of massage clients because even though I did mainly Akashic work back in um, before pan the pandemic, um, I did see clients for massage and some days would be all massage clients, you know, um, that day. So it's been over a year. <laughs> so this is my first day. I was gearing up. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. You know, I made sure and got a good yoga session in and, um, wanted to make sure I got a good night's sleep. And I was trying to get stuff situated the night before, like, you know, to go cup for coffee in the morning or, um, you know, a shirt I wanted to wear that, um, all that. And I, you know, I have a little pad that I keep where I do my to-do list. Well, listen here. I could not find any of those things. Any of the things I was looking for that night before, I could not find. So I was like, all right, you know, get a different shirt, whatever, you know, find a different mug, write on some scrap piece of paper. No big deal, right? Who cares? Um, so I, you know, I go to bed and I, I got an okay night's sleep, but it wasn't the greatest. And I think it was because probably I was really excited. Um, so, um, I live uh, currently on the Nevada, California border and this place that I am doing massage. Um, so I'm working for somebody else. Okay. Doing massage. And I'm actually their employee. Um, this is really exciting. And this didn't happen a lot in the past where you could be somebody's employee and actually make decent money doing massage. Um, it had always been, or what I had always seen it being pretty crap pay, um, and that's why I was always like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing massage for other people. Like I'll answer your phones or file, but I'm not gonna, or whatever. I'm not going to do massage because it's not comparable. Well, um, the laws changed in California and you actually have to be somebody's employee to work for them. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, doing massage. So I was like, okay, <clears throat> excuse me. I kind of like this. I'm on board, right? I'm ready to try it out. Um, so, um, the spot is half of an hour away from my house that I'm at now. So about in, in California, again, right on the border. So we're right on like it's 10 minutes to the, you know, you're in California now. And um, I leave, I think I start my day, you know, to leave out like eight o'clock in the morning and I get to the spa and it's myself and uh, the other therapist, uh, there's three of us therapists. One is one of the owners. And um, so we're all getting ready for the day because we all have packed days and or a packed day. And um, we're kind of goofing around. So, you know, I'm just meeting the, these ladies. I really don't know them. Right. And we're already kind of goofing around and making it light. And it's like, oh, this is fantastic. You know, because I was kind of grumpy that I couldn't find things and I didn't sleep well. And I knew that well, waking up, I was like, okay. I'm waking up with grumpy pants on, you know, and I know though from the past that when I get with clients, whether I'm doing Akashic work or massage, it is such a wonderful, um, give and take of energy in that space that it, you know, I could wake up and, and not feel great and things can start to feel okay while I'm at work. And I've always enjoyed that with work, with the kind of work I've done. Um, you know, in the past I have done work with, um, kids and I used to teach swim lessons and, um, you know, even when I had my restaurant, you know, I was kind of all involved, you know, and you're on the floor, you're all involved, you're on and you're interacting with people. And, um, I do enjoy serving people. So it's a, space I'm very comfortable in 
and feel um, a sense of joy. And so I felt so joyous. And then here are um, my colleagues being so joyous to be around. And so I was like, okay, this is awesome, right? So the day starts off with a couple's massage, the first couple's massage in the spa. It's a brand new spa. They opened like two months ago, right? So we're kind of getting set up and now I've never worked with this other massage therapist and, you know, lo and behold, you know, we worked great together. We flowed really good together and the clients seemed really happy and that's how the day started. And I got off and the day went really good. Um, great clients, again, great energy. And, um, oh, the AC did go off about halfway through, but you know, part of me goes like, am I having a hot flash? I wasn't. Um, but it wasn't so bad that you're like, uh, I can't handle, but the AC did go off. So I was like ready to jump in the lake by the end of the day. Um, but that wasn't going to happen because I had to get back home because I had a bunch of stuff I needed to do with my pillows because I didn't get everything done over the weekend. So I was really looking forward to utilizing this time. So um, I felt really accomplished with first day back um, doing massage full day um, at a new spa. And I even got to use my ART, the active resistance technique on a few. Um, and uh, that was really great too, because I love that work. And um, it's a form of deep tissue, very similar to rolfing. Um, so really going to change the relationship of the muscle to the bone. And it's great to see a client get off the table and feel so much different. Um, and I know it's going to be lasting change for them too, because we're getting into that, um, cellular change with the relationship of the muscle to the bone. So anyways, I felt great. So I get in my car. First I stopped at the grocery store that was right across, you know, I'm in a little shopping center and I get in the car and I head off and again, I'm about half an hour to my house. And if you have ever, if any of you that are tuning in know the corridor between um, Nevada and California, uh, 80 East between Truckee and Reno, um, if you, if you're from the Bay, you know what I'm talking about. If you've come up at any season, summer, summer, fall or summer, winter in particular, um, it can be kind of harrowing. It's two lanes on each side and it's lots of, you know, turns and lots of big rigs. Um, and there's more than I've ever seen before on it. Anyways, um, I get on the um, freeway entrance and I mean, I'm not even on, you know, more than a minute. And there's a sign, you know, a neon sign flashing saying, uh, prepare to stop. Not even, you know, prepare to stop. There's been a crash. And it's like, oh, oh, crap. Are you kidding? You know? And, um, first I'm like, I hope people are okay. Um, it's just scary. Like I said, that corridor can be very daunting. And, um, I knew I had another colleague that was heading the same way. So I was like, God, I hope she was in front of the, or, you know, cause she left before me in front of the crash. Cause here I am behind the crash. Um, and we were not moving at all. Um, and there wasn't much, uh, this little area too, you don't get cell reception so great. So I couldn't look. There was one part I could look a little bit, but there wasn't much coming on. And, um, and long story short, uh, it took me an hour and a half to get to the next closest um, exit. And I was still in the town called Truckee. And 
I was so grateful to get off because we were sitting, you know, idling. And of course, AC doesn't work or mine doesn't when I'm idling. And it was about 96 degrees, 97 degrees. You know, the sun was just beating down. So it was really hot. And I mean, I didn't plan on, I didn't have a pile of water or anything, you know, on me because I was like, oh, I'm going home. Um, so it was kind of like, okay, you know, where's this going to end? A couple of people behind me, I could see them get out and, you know, bring their kids, you know, off to the side to go to the bathroom. I mean, you know, you just didn't know how long you were going to be there. And, you know, cars were all around. So I was able to take off this little exit about hour and a half um, in, and um, there's a little gas station off this one exit, and I knew that I could tell there's like everybody that I was on that freeway with was probably at that gas station. And I knew there was a little uh, market um, in this little suburb of Truckee, and so I made my way to that market, and there was just a handful of us people there from the from the crash, and you know because they have food and and drink and whatnot, <clears throat> and. Uh, there was a restaurant, a pizza place that's attached, but they weren't open. It was a Tuesday that this is happening and they weren't open. And so the guy that owns the um, market was like, oh yeah, you know, I said, hey, there's some picnic tables out back and they're in the shade. Um, can I sit there? And he's like, yeah, you know, the pizza place is usually theirs, but they're not here today. You're welcome to go sit back there. Let me tell you. And I'll post a picture because I took a picture because I was so happy. These little picnic tables were in the shade. There was the cutest little awning. Um, the picnic tables were sitting on AstroTurf. And there was all kinds of kids' toys, like a giant um, Connect Four game. And there was like, you know, when I, I actually sat down on the, I laid down on the AstroTurf in a long day. And I was, had been, well, sweating. And then we'd been out of AC and then it's just so hot. I was just so happy to be in the shade with a big old thing of water and um, laid down and you know, there's little pieces of like Legos, like a little Lego person head, you know, so I could tell it's a place, um, you know, with lots of play happens and it just felt so nice to be there and be in the shade and AstroTurf never looked so good or felt so good, let me tell you. Um, and... <clears throat> By the time we were able to get back on the freeway, or where it was cleared, you, mean you can get on, you know, but where it was cleared, you know, it was about three and a half hours total. Um, so it was about almost nine o'clock when I got home that night. So I was like, all right, well, none of the stuff I was going to get done is going to get done. And hey, you know, had my first day. I don't feel so terrible. <clears throat> Did my um, CBD salve when I got home and um, was really happy to wake up and not feel sore. And so I was like, yay, you know, all the yoga um, that I do has still been holding up and um, having the CBD salve has been uh, like, that's one of my favorite things ever. Um, and it, this particular one I use has camphor in it and it feels so incredibly good. Um, I use um, a product um, called Color Up, and they are from Colorado, and they're vegan and organic, and um, just really clean. Like they do a really good job with their products, and <clears throat> I love them. And if you would like to check them out, I highly recommend it. Uh, I actually used to rent space out of um, 
their office in uh, Denver, the Denver area. So um, near and dear to my heart and love their products. Absolutely love their products. And um, so that was my Tuesday. That was my first day back to um, working with people um, and then being around people, <laughs> you know, um, and not being able to kind of have that that quiet time. You know, Wednesdays, I do my Akasha guided meditations every Wednesday at 930. So I had those going on and I was excited. Actually, I had a private client um, to see on Wednesday um, here in Reno and um she's also a friend so we plan on having lunch and and then having a bit of, a little bit of a session and you know here I am not with a office space yet so she was such a trooper to um have the questions that she wanted to have answered you know done you know in a little corner in the in the patio so um but it was so nice to have lunch with a friend too um, and then have a really great session. So um, thank you, Andrea. I know you listen. So it's always a pleasure sitting across from you. And um, yeah, so thank you for that respite. And I didn't realize how much of one it was going to be um, until, <laughs> um, until, you know, the week progressed. Um, this crazy little week progressed. Um, and thank you for the plant cuttings, by the way. They are in water. And I can't wait for them to grow um, to grow roots. And so Wednesday was kind of nutty, though, because I was, you know, after having the nice lunch and then the session, I had errands to do for the pillows. And sometimes they can be involved. I have to go to a couple different places and um, pick up things. And getting used to a city again that um, I've been in. I've never lived here, but definitely familiar with, but it's still new. Um, you know, things just take a little longer. So, you know, Wednesday evening was kind of a bust for getting stuff done too. Again, I'm vending the next day. So I was kind of hoping to have a little bit of time to get things done. Um, and um, if you don't know this, I am currently living with my folks. And um, that's part of the rebuild and part of the um, getting, um, you know, rebuilding from scratch pretty much. So I really feel like, too, I don't want to be invasive of their time and their space. So I'm kind of, I'm really, um, a lot of this, you know, whether, whatever, whatever I'm trying to do with the pillows and sewing and using a, a sturdy table and whatnot, I'm really trying to gauge around their schedules, uh, around their comfort. And they've been really great with letting me take over the front room. And, um, but I don't want to like be loud in the evening or, you know, things like that. So, um, working out all those kinks still, I'm sure something will be probably different or set in place where it won't be such a, a thing. But so that's Wednesday, Thursday, I wake up hit, and I hit the ground running. Um, <clears throat> I um, knew I needed to finish pillows. I needed to leave to vend at about 2.30 um, in the afternoon. And I knew my nephews and niece were coming by. Um, my parents took them to a train ride. And they were coming over to get changed um, to go to the swimming pool. And so I got to see them and it was quick. I 
wish I would have had more time. But again, I'm like pulling my hair out trying to get all these things done. The morning went pretty good, actually. I was pretty happy with it. Um, even got yoga in. Yay. Um, <laughs> um, and I was really looking forward to vending in Reno. And I found um, a great vending um spot is every Thursday at the uh, McKinley Arts Center and the spot is on this grassy area under so many trees there's so much shade so much foliage across the street <clears throat> the Truckee River is there and so I mean I've not seen necessarily the river but I know it's right there and it's just a really magical little spot in the middle of downtown Reno. Um, <clears throat> so I was like, okay, this is pretty nice. I get to take my shoes off and have my feet in the grass while I bend. Um, perfect grounding, you know. This week's kind of been a little, um, it, it's just, it's, it's a lot. It's new. You know, I'm getting used to new things. Um, and so the vendor goes great. The vendors are great. The uh, people that put on the event are wonderful. You know, vending buddies are always, you know, help, so helpful to help you with your tent or, hey, you know, if you need to borrow a dolly, I needed to borrow someone's dolly. Mental note for next time um, that I bring my own dolly so that I can schlep my, you know, I don't know, 100 pounds of sandbags. Uh, because we have to make sure the posts on our tents are secure just in case the gale force winds that happen around Reno, Nevada, and probably all of Nevada um, don't take everything <laughs> with them. If you haven't experienced those, they are um, they are quite they are quite forceful. And um, you know, sometimes we can't even, you know, be outside um, doing things because you, you're just everything's blowing. Um, to the point where it's extremely uncomfortable. Um, so, you know, like I had some help. I met some new people. I made some sales. I had a lot of people asking for Akashic Record readings at the event. So next Thursday, um, if you are listening to this and you are in the Reno, uh, Nevada area, I will be doing Akashic, mini Akashic readings. I will be offering those, um, at the River Walk, um, farmer's market, um, in, at the McKinley Arts Center from four to eight. So if you'd like to come by, I will be doing those. Um, so all's really good. And we start to break down and, um, I break all my stuff down. I had to go get my car and I walked, I parked my car. So it wasn't right next to the event. It was just like, you know, half a block down the road. And, um, I see this little dog and I see this other vendor and, um, you know, I'm thinking, well, maybe it's just her dog. I mean, everything's everywhere. is dog friendly these days. So that didn't phase me, but you know, she kind of looked frazzled or unsure. Unsure is more the word. And so I was like, is this your dog? She's like, no. And I was like, oh my God, he's like doing zoomies. And he was doing zoomies like all around her and like all around like this little area like in front of me and the street was right there so I'm like oh my god we got to get him because he's gonna run out into the street you know and um so we were able to get him he had a collar on he didn't have a tag and um I looked at her and I said well I'll hold him while you call um you know animal control to see if we can find out who's 
whose uh, fur child this is. And so I was just talking to him and making sure he was okay. And, you know, he got comfortable and like leaned up against me and looked up at me with those big brown eyes. Oh my God, it was so cute. Um, so little puppy, um, a little puppy interlude that was so sweet. And as I was sitting there, you know, talking to him and cooing at him, um, this man walks around the corner and says, is that your dog? I said, no, you know, I'm just making sure he's okay. And he's like, I think that's Anakin. That's my neighbor's dog. He's looking for him. And he's like, oh, Anakin. And so he came and got him and um, so found his, found his people. So that was really good. Um, and so then I finally got back to, I mean, this was probably maybe about 20 minutes when they were there and um, finally got back to my spot to start <clears throat> breaking down and, um, you know, I needed to pay the, the vendors, the vending fee. Um, and here, my stuff probably looked abandoned, <laughs> but um, so I made it back and, um, you know, started to schlep my stuff again um, to my car. And this time I didn't have um, a dolly at first. But then there was another vendor because <laughs> the ones that um, lent me their dolly had, uh, there was like three of them. <clears throat> so they were able to get their stuff up pretty quick. Um, so there was another man and he had a dolly and he was um, kind of winding down. And I said, hey, can I borrow that dolly? Um, and he let me borrow that. And so that was really, really uh, nice again that I had somebody else that, you know, gave me a dolly because you know, it had been hot and um, you know, moving the table and the chairs and the product and the, you know, it's quite a bit. So look for loads, four to five, um, to and from, um, you know, where you park your car to where you, you actually vend. So it's just by the end of the night, you're kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of ready to, to not be doing this anymore. Um, so I get home, it's about nine, a little after. And before I left though, before I left the, um, before I saw the dog, I texted my colleague who was letting me use her office in the town I used to live in in Northern California. So she was letting me use her office the next day, Friday, for the private clients. I had two of them, and I was going to be there all day. I was going to be there from 11 to about 5, 4, 35 o'clock. <clears throat> and um, so I texted her just to be like, hey, just reminding you, I'm coming tomorrow. And, um, you know, when I'm finally able to look at my phone because I was schlepping and, you know, wrangling dog and all that. Um, she was like, Oh my God, I forgot to leave the key and I'm flying. So she flies for Delta part-time and, and does massage part-time. And I was like, Oh, okay. What am I going to do? Cause I had scheduled these ladies, um, previously. And we had, this was like a reschedule. Um, there was just some snafus with scheduling, so, um, I was like, Oh, poop. What's going to, what's going to happen? I'm like, does anyone else have your key? She's like, no. I was like, okay. Um, and she's got a great little office. It looks over this meadow. Uh, lots of these windows. It's, it's very pretty. So using somebody else's space, you know, I could bring in like maybe an extra little side table to, to write on. Um, but you know, I would just bring my sheets and, um, she has a massage table, you know, she does massage, 
um, and Thai massage. And it's kind of a larger room. And so it would have just been so perfect, right? So um, she's like, well, let me see if the landlord would be okay if you use the front room. Now, she's like, it's not furnished. There's a small couch <clears throat> in there. But, you know, it's a space. And I was like, okay. Uh, she's like, it's always open. So if he's okay with that. And then she's like, there's chairs in this other little side room. So if you need a chair, you can get a chair. I was like, okay. <clears throat> so about 10 minutes later, she says, listen, he said, it's fine. She's like, I don't know what it's like air-wise because, you know, it's late 90s, hundreds. And uh, I don't think there's AC. And so I was like, well, hey, if he's okay with it, I'm good with it too. So I'm packing up a bit of an office though. I wanted to bring a table and, um, you know, all my office things, but my, my crystals, which I would always bring anyways. Um, <clears throat> but so I kind of packed up a little office and I have this, um, anti-gravity chair. I have clients sit in while they do. Um, I started having them do this through during the pandemic. Um, but the anti-gravity chair, when I do the clearings, so they can kind of have this relaxing, um, leaning back kind of, um, space. And so, um, I make my way that morning. And by the way, when I, before, right before I left my house that morning, um, <clears throat> I was told that the little town that's about 15, 20 minutes before the town I was going to be working in, um, there was a fire this morning, but he thinks that, you know, we think it had been contained and mopped up, um, whatever had been going on. So I was like, okay, um, you know, as long as it's clear, cause that's extremely stressful. Um, if you've ever driven near or two or away from smoke and flames that is, uh, not contained it is extremely scary. Um, <clears throat> so that was contained and I, it's a beautiful drive. Um, I had, um, through Nevada and into California into um, the Las Sierras. So I go from the Sierra Nevadas to the Las Sierras. And once you turn onto Highway 70, <clears throat> excuse me, it's just beautiful. You know, you kind of just get that exhale, that big exhale. That's what it's like. And so I'm looking forward to seeing my clients. I connected with them at a vending event I did um, in Blairsden, a little town I used to live in. And so I was really looking forward to seeing them and um, their appointments. And, um, I get to the space and it's hot. And so the first client was uh, only an hour and a half. So I said, Hey, are you okay being here? She said, yeah, um, it doesn't seem too bad. And it was pretty warm. And I thought, okay, there's no way I'm going to be able to stay here for the duration of the other clients. Um, cause it would be the rest of the afternoon. And so I went into the hall near where my colleagues, um, room was, and I turned on a little light in the hall and sure enough, that light was attached to a ceiling fan. And I was like, ah, and it was kind of shady in there. Um, <clears throat> you know, it wasn't as hot like this direct sun. And so I moved my little makeshift office into the hall right in front of her door. And, you know, that little area just has such good energy. There's another um, therapist that has a room there. And thank goodness she didn't need to use it or I didn't see her all day. I mean, I really took a chance. But I didn't want my client um, to be, you know, so uncomfortable hot. I mean, because it was really hot. Um, <clears throat> but um, so I moved there and everything was going good. And all of a sudden, there's a door 
that um, goes to the outside where the hall was, where I set up and I set the anti-gravity chair and we were in the clearing part with my client, right? So she's on the chair, got the Hertz music on the Hertz scale going, <clears throat> starting the clearing. And I see a man at the door. Well, I know the door is locked and it's the door for the hallway for all of the other offices upstairs. And, but he can get into the part that's always open. So I get up and I uh, beeline for him and I'm like, Oh, hi. Um, I'm like, I'm uh, set up in the hallway. <laughs> um, it was really hot in that room. And uh, my friend Monica, um, I was supposed to use her office, but she forgot to leave the key and she's flying. Um, she flies for Delta. And he looks at me, he's like, uh, who are you? And, you know, I'm like, I'm Carrie. Um, and he's like, oh, Monica's my wife. And I was like, oh, Oh, okay. Well, this is how I get to meet you. And I was like, listen, that room was so hot and we were, you know, it was too hot to be in and I'm going to be about a half of an hour longer. And he's like, you know, no problem. But he kind of like looked at me side and I felt like, you know, oh man. Um, but he was really nice to come back after I was finished. And um, so all worked out well. And I did take a picture of my makeshift office in this hall. So I appreciate my clients that day that um, were so uh, flexible with being in this office um, space. You know, this is a part of rebuilding. This is a part of um, reconnecting in an area and, you know, really loving what I do too. Like I, again, feel so honored to sit across from clients and have um, you share your stories with me. Um, it is such an honor. And <clears throat> when there's that connection and alignment and people wanting the services and the information and that exchange, um, I'm all for it. So when things kind of happen like this and they're not, you know, perfect, I am so grateful. And I'm so grateful for colleagues who <clears throat> are really awesome. Thank you, Monica, if you are listening, for being so amazing and believing in me and what I do, and to your husband <laughs> for going with the flow, <laughs> having um, somebody he's never met in the middle of a hallway. Um, so thank you. I really appreciate that. And um, so that was, was that Thursday? That was Friday. Oh, Friday doesn't end yet. Went across the street, talked to my friend who owns, well, she's the owner of a shop where I have my pillows in. And I was going in because I needed to give her a flyer for the, to display. And so I was bringing that into her and we ended up having the best conversation. Like one of those conversations, she shared with me information about a son that had passed in, back in 1999 and how there's this real serendipitous um, piece of art um, that a woman painted that she just came across that day. And it was the same butterfly with a t one tattered wing on the same side that her she had seen right after her son had passed and she knew that was her son coming to give her a message and so I, it was one of those goosebumpy stories and I was crying and um listening to her tell me the story of um meeting this artist who who was just you know amazing and I just love having my pillows in um the shop in Blairston, if you are in Plumas County, um, she's got, I mean, I've got my pillows in there, but Pam's got the cutest stuff in there. She's got, um, plants and 
candles and art and photography and jewelry and face products and CBD products and essential oil spritzers. Um, and a lot of it's local. Um, I think most of it's local, but I, I'm not sure. Anyways, if you're in the area, check that place out. So cute. Such good energy. So I had this great exchange. I had the clients, the trooper clients. Thank you. If you are listening, if you're those clients, you know who you are. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and um, so I headed off to go home and I was going to treat myself. So I stopped at the um, health food store in a little town called Portola. And there's this drink that I get and it's like a blue spirulina mint thing. It's so good. Well, they didn't have it, but they had this other thing. It was like rose and something but it had no sugar but it was like rose lemonade oh so yummy anyway so I had my little treat right oh and I got my clients fudge and none of them ate the fudge one ate a little bite right it was like I, I give my clients um after sessions you know if you've seen me chocolate chocolate helps to ground you and so they're both like no we're not doing a lot of sugar and we're not going to take it and I'm like oh, okay so I'm stuck with the fudge <clears throat> So I have my nice, you know, healthy, no sugar drink from the health food store. And then on this, you know, pile of fudge. So, um, I start to head out, heading 70 East where I came in. And as I left the health food store, we both, the gal that rang me up and I both came out. Um, she came out with me to look at the sky cause she knew there was a fire. And I looked up and I was like, Oh my, you know, and it was the, the smoke was so, vast it looked like clouds it was so high and at one point it almost looked like the sunset but then you're like oh that's not red from the sun setting and so it was a fire and but there wasn't any blockades and there wasn't anything set up and so I kept heading east right so I'm heading towards Reno um and I start to be able to see um, about 10 minutes, you know, from where I was, the flames on the left-hand side of the highway. And the smoke clouds are getting bigger and bigger. And there's helicopters, not one but two, uh, flying over. And there happens to be a little airport. It's very tiny right there. And I thought, oh, great, because that's where all the um, helicopters, um, I forget what the one's called that do the water when there's fires. But anyways, that's where they station out of. I thought, okay, this will be contained. This won't be too long. How come I'm not being barricaded? Or how come I'm not being rerouted though? This is, I should be rerouted. And sure enough, a couple minutes uh, later down the road, I see the, uh, you know, police, you know, making a barricade. And I'm like, okay, we're being rerouted. Because at any moment, being that I could see the flames right there. Um, they could jump the highway, right? So they're on one side, they go to the other, and I have a fur child that really wants to come in. So I'm going to open the door so that she can come in and grumble. She's my grumble pants. Get in here. This is Jazzy. Come on, bug. Get in here. We're doing a long episode today. Hope I'm, I'm keeping you company on a commute, or maybe you're doing your errands or, or your you know, chores around the house. <laughs> um, but we are joined by Jazzy. She might be vocal. Uh, she grumbles. I call her my grumble pants. Um, or the um, Marge Simpson of cats. Cause she, go, meow, meow, meow. Um, anyways, that's the, that's the sound she makes. Um, anyways. So um, there's the fire and the flames and I'm being rerouted. And I, you know, like, 
there's that surge of like, oh shit, I was looking forward to getting home. I really was Friday. I did a full day the next day early um, at the massage, at the spa, doing massage. And, um, you know, it's that of like, okay, I'm not going to panic. Um, I'm going to turn my butt around um, because it, it, the flames aren't necessarily near me yet. And I do know there's another um, route I can take to get home. It's a little longer, um, but there's a, another route. So at least I can keep moving. Um, because at that point it wasn't like I wanted to like lolly in another town or, you know, like I just kind of wanted to be home again. Um, cause I was looking forward to resting. Um, I was, I was looking forward to resting. And so, um, I got rerouted again and I passed on my reroute two fire trucks and I thought, geez, and they were like 10 or 15 minutes apart from each other. So it's, I mean, they were really pulling people in and it turned out there was evacuations that ended up happening, I believe the next day. It wasn't fully contained yet on Sunday. Um, and no one was hurt or injured, but when you start to hear about evacuations, to me, it starts to get really scary because you don't know what can happen then, you know, if they can't get it contained you know, what's, what's going to happen. So, so I get rerouted, um, and hoping again that this fire doesn't gets contained because I could see the smoke building behind me still. And, um, I go through a town called Calpine into Truckee. So I'm taking like this roundabout way to get to Reno. Um, 89 to 80 is gorgeous trees again, <laughs> meadows. Um, so, you know, it's five something in the evening. So it's that pretty time, pretty time of the day or night, early evening. And, um, there's no traffic. I thought, yay, this is, I'll take this. There's no traffic. Right. Um, so I get off my exit and it's probably about two miles, two, two and a half, three miles from the exit to uh, my house. And um, I'm behind this truck and it just rained. It rained pretty good. And I was like, oh my God, thank goodness. I hope it's raining in um, Beckworth, the town that had the fire. Um, but you just never know, cause, you know, all those little pockets. Um, and so it started to rain. I was like, oh my God, thank goodness. And, um, I get behind this truck, just like, you know, whatever, like a Toyota, um, truck. And he's going really slow. And I'm like, God, he's going slower than he probably should be. And then he, um, started to swerve and he started to drive in the bike lane and then started to serve. It's a two lane road, um, from the exit to the house. And he started to, you know, swerve onto the other side. And I thought, crap. Okay. So I called a non-emergency number and, um, you know, make a, make a, what's it called? Not necessarily a complaint, but, you know, make it known that there's possibly somebody who's driving drunk. Um, and he had pulled into this parking lot to a restaurant. Um, so I thought, okay, good, but still like, I don't want you to you know, maybe go drink some more, um, which I don't know. So anyways, I made that call 
and um, I didn't want to stop because I really wanted to be home by that time and I was so close. Um, so I get home and I go to open the garage and it won't open. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I knew I had to unload stuff, right? So I had, you know, chair and table I needed to unload. Um, so I didn't want to leave in my car because I park on the street. And so I get in and the um, power is out. So the power is out and um, it kind of feels kind of good to have the lights low. Um, but, you know, the power's out. The fridge started to make this weird noise. It just started to beep every um, couple of seconds, four, five, ten seconds. I can't remember. It wouldn't stop beeping after about mm, an hour. And then we couldn't get it to stop. And it was just, you know, first you're sitting on the patio going, all right, you know. Um, but then you're like, okay, you know, how much longer is this going to go? Um, but luckily it wasn't that much longer. I think it only been out a couple, three hours. So that's good. So... I get ready for my last full day of massage and my first full week back to working amongst people. And again, I had a full week or a full day. And I was like, yes, I mean, I'm very excited. Having a full day, going to work, um, totally excited. So, um, yeah, I had a full day, get done get on the highway, I'm a little nervous, right? Because I'm doing that corridor, that 80 east between Truckee and Reno. And I'm like, oh, please, everything be okay. I really want to just go home today. Like, just go straight. I had, an, I had an errand. I had to get cat food. And I had to get a couple things at the grocery store. And, um, and they're right next to each other, pretty much. So I was like, okay, that'll be, you know, just go get those couple things. No big deal. No traffic, thank goodness. I, you know, I'm nervous being near a big rig now more than before. Um, you know, after knowing one had jackknifed. Um, that crash, by the way, was a big rig that had jackknifed. So that back part of their um, truck just comes forward and probably takes out, you know, if the cars are right there. Uh, that just sounds really scary. Um, anyways, so I made it to the grocery store and got my couple of things. A couple of things didn't ring up correct, but I saw the mask. And one was like really off. Like it said $3.99, but it hit the guy was like, well, if you buy one at $7, you'll get the second one for $3.99. I'm like, okay, I didn't see that anywhere. And I picked up the tag, take it back. I don't want it. And the second piece that rang up incorrect, I was in the self-check, by the way. Um, he had to minus, he had to subtract the amount and the kid looked at me at one point and he got out his cell phone and I was like, okay, maybe that's like the work cell phone, but it was his personal cell phone. And he was trying to do, you know, the math on the phone. I thought, okay, you know, he's trying to figure it out. You know, sometimes you just don't want to have to figure out math in your head in front of other people, whatever. Um, but he said, you know, math isn't my strong suit and he couldn't figure out how to subtract, um, the two fit, you know, it should have rung up 250 and it can ring up 479. So he 
he just he knew that he needed to do something. He didn't know where to place the 229 or the 250, right? Um, and I was so tired by this time. I was so I was exhausted. I didn't sleep great Friday night. Um, and it was like the second night that week I didn't sleep so good. Um <clears throat> and then having the full day, um, I wished I would have like helped him and showed him. But I just, he was like, oh, I'll just do the 229, you know, and I should have been like, okay, guy, here's how you do it, right? Um, but I, again, I was just pooped. I just wanted to, I'd already been staying there for about 10, 15 minutes waiting for them to, to price check the stuff that run up wrong. And so I was like, okay, never mind, you know, um, and I almost want to go back um, and, you know, say, hey, you know, you're on the right track. And math is everything. Uh, math is life. And I remember being um, intimidated by it, you know, when I was younger. Um, so I get it. Um, but I never want somebody to be turned away from or thinking it's so intimidating. Because it really is life. It's everywhere. And I use it more than I ever thought I would as a grown adult. So, um. This is a long episode. This is an hour. And you've been listening to me ramble on about the adventures of my week back to work amongst people. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Um, and, you know, know that... You know, I, I still, even through all those um, setbacks and all the, you know, delays you can't control, a crash or natural fire or um, any of the other stuff that happened all week, um, that things still got done and I didn't cancel. And, he, you know, that is huge for me. And, you know, I think Saturday night or Friday night as I was getting, you know, I don't know, I probably taken a shower, getting ready for bed. I realized I had a bug bite on my butt and <laughs> it cracked me up. And so that's why I call this all that and a bug bite on my butt. Right. Um, cause it's just like, you know, all right, what else you got? Um, I'll get through this. You know, I grumbled a lot. You know, I did a lot of the <sighs> sighing, um, but I got through it and I didn't, I didn't back away from any of the obligations and I would have done that in the past, especially when I was going through the dark night of the ego. And even before that, like when I was with my ex, um, the last couple, three years I was with him, I know I canceled a lot on people. Um, and I know it was a part of this process. Um, and that's not, that's like not who I feel like I am. And I remember feeling bad, of course, because I mean, you know, I want to cancel on like a friend or um, a client or anything like that. Um, but the fact that I kind of kept going through things that, you know, in the past could have triggered me to go, I need to go regroup from this. I can't talk to anybody for you know, how I, I never put a certain amount of time on it. It wasn't like, oh, 24 hours or something, you know, but I didn't want to engage. And I said, I'm just going to do this, you know, and I think it's the 
getting truly getting past like, okay, I'm really truly past. And, you know, knowing that I have my spiritual team around me and my guides and my archangels in having my tools like tapping, which I did every day. I tap my face. I tap my body this whole week, this crazy week. Um, I did a ton of deep breathing. So I did a ton of deep breathing um, in meditation in the car, right? Because I was in the car a lot where I didn't want to be in the car. And um, sidebar, I, I do not like being in a car. Like I enjoy a good road trip. I do not like being in a car for long periods of time, driving to and from anywhere. Like I will avoid it like the plague, you know, I'll do all of my errands like in one grouping so that I don't have to go out multiple times in a week because it drives me nuts to be in a car. I know that sounds just weird. A road trip's a little different, um, but being in a car is not my most favorite thing. But the point is, you know, when you start to get past stuff, you know, when you, um, are in alignment and you have those clients that are in alignment. You know, I had these clients that were doing the deep breathing through the massages. I was like, yes. Um, it just, the release happens. Um, it's, it's just so beautiful when they're naturally doing I'll guide clients when a client comes and they naturally do a nice breathing rhythm. And then I sync up my, um, massage and my strokes with their breathing rhythm. Um, you know, where I'm going to press and use a little more, um, uh, pressure or I'm not going to, or where it's going to flow a little bit differently. So, um, so that was really nice, but, um, lots of little, um, interludes of blessings this week too. And, um, anybody who, um, did flex with me trying to make sense with rebuilding a practice and um, working again. Um, I appreciate it beyond. And if you would like a private reading, um, I do readings on Zoom. You can reach me at ancientbodyworks.co. I have a couple spots left in July. Um, if you do have um, stories you'd like to share, you can email me or send me a PDF of a story. Or if you'd like to come on and share it, um, reach out to me at Carrie Lynn Arata. That's C-A-R-R-I-L-Y-N-N-A-R-A-T-A at gmail.com. Um, I am on Twitter, Infinite Dance 8, at Infinite Dance 8. Um, you can also uh, reach out to me on Facebook, The Infinite Dance. It's a private Facebook page. I am switching it to public, uh, but please reach out. I will definitely give you or um, love to have you there. And um, Akashic Guided Meditations every Wednesday morning at 9.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. They're live channeled uh, by donation. And Thursdays, if you are in the Reno, Nevada area, um, I will be at the Riverwalk Farmer's Market at the McKinley Arts Center from 4 to 8. And that's Thursday evenings. And I will do mini readings um, those days. Those are $44 for the minis. Um, and then of course I'll have pillows for sale. 
if you want to purchase uh, the infinite pillow, you're welcome to do that there. Um, and I hope you continue to come back and join me every Tuesday. Um, I appreciate all of you tuning in. It means the world to me. Your listener support um, helps to keep this going. And you can um, send money through listener support or at, or at my patreon.com uh, forward slash the infinite dance. And um, keep continuing to peel back the layers. Um, continue to ask um, yourselves and each other, may I have this dance?